to uh, the Comfort Monk Podcast. It's good I'm to Eddie. be here again. I'm Dylan. We, uh, today we have an interview with Grantley Phillips. Uh, Grantley Phillips, the singer-songwriter from the band Grantley Buffalo from the 90s, um, who put out about four albums uh, in the early 90s. And since then, he's put out, you know, since about the year 2000, he's put out a lot of, uh, a lot of solo records. I think he's about to come out with his... His uh, tenth tenth solo album uh, as Grantley Phillips. Wow, so he's pretty prolific. I mean, he's staying at it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's busy. He tours a lot. He tours in uh, Europe a lot too. I guess one of those people that's has that overseas popularity too. Yeah, kind of cool. Um, Seems like he collaborates with some people who are, I mean, uh, who are based over overseas a lot too. Um, and I mean, he's collaborating right now on the tour, right? Didn't you say it's uh, it's John Doe and and who else is involved? Yeah, uh, he just finished up a tour with uh, John Doe and Kristen Hirsch. Um, they're calling it the Exile Follies tour. Uh, <clears throat> evidently, they had gotten together. This is a little bit before my time of going to see shows, but right around two thousand or so, um, the three of them had all left their respective bands. You know. Greatly Buffalo, Throwing Muses, and X uh, had all kind of, you know, dissolved or broken up at that point. So they all went on tour together, uh, and now they're just kind of reviving that, you know, that that group. Uh, I, I've, I've seen Greatly Phillips personally several times, um, and he typically kind of plays a lot of songs with the people he tours with. Um, and actually, a, a guy that I know recorded one of the Exile Folly shows that they played in D.C. at uh, City Wineyard, City Vineyard. I don't remember what it's called. City Vineyard, I think, uh, is the venue. Nice. Uh, and they did, he did end up doing some songs with uh, Kristen Hirsch and John Doe. Nice. Um, and we talked a little bit about that uh, collaborative spirit in our interview. Um, well, this is one that I personally wasn't as well-versed in Grantley Phillips' stuff uh, prior to really before we were even doing the podcast, you've just been championing his music for so long and kind of turned me on to it. And it's, I mean, it's really great stuff. I mean, in the stuff he was doing in the 90s, I think is pretty, I mean, there's definitely a common threads musically, but, the, you know, I feel like his solo work is, you know, I mean, there's a shift sonically there for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially since he moved to Nashville um, and he's kind of been playing with more Nashville session musicians. I think um, you can hear that in the... And the change of pace musically that's going on there. For sure. Yeah, he's got a new album coming out. Uh, Exile Follies is probably going to do another tour this year, which would be cool. Um, he also mentioned that he thinks uh, Kristen Hirsch and John Doe also have solo albums coming out uh, for themselves. So that's pretty cool. That's uh, great. We'll be excited to hear that. Well, I, I was excited that, uh, not to let the cat out of the bag, but the, you know, towards the end of the interview there, he was saying he wants to come back closer to when the albums out so it'll be good to have a chance to chat with them again and see what's going on with them you know i'm sure at that point in time there'll be more tour details for the record and everything else but yeah i'd be happy to talk to him again definitely well i guess we should get to it thanks for listening guys this is a uh, eddie's chat with grantley phillips and we'll be back again soon uh, i think the next one we're going to do is probably the nat baldwin episode um and you know we won't let too much out about that now but there's a lot a lot of little Easter eggs in there that are exciting. But thanks again. This has been fun getting our feet wet with this Comfort Monk project. But uh, yeah. yeah, hope you enjoy it. Mm-hmm.
Hi, Grant. This is Eddie. Hey, Eddie. How you doing? Hey, doing great here in South Carolina. Are you great. back in Nashville? <laughs> I am, yeah. Yep, just got back. Good to hear. Back from the uh, the Exile Follies tour? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, how did that go? Did you have a good time with uh, John Doe and Kristen Hirsch? Yeah, I had a really good time. Um, you know, we're, we became friends many, many years ago, and this is actually the kind of the uh, a reunion of sorts uh, the second time around for the three of us. We, we first went out in about 2001 or so, something like that. Um, so, yeah, 18 years later, we're, we're out on the road together and, and having a great time. That's awesome. We, um, yeah. yeah, we hope to do more of it this year. Great. Did did y'all uh, back in the early two thousands ever um, plan on writing an album or anything together? Goodness, uh, no, we, we we didn't. I think uh, I think uh, between all of the different projects that everyone has going on, especially with you know John has his solo career, he has X. Um, you know, he's writing books these days, as is Kristen, and um, you know. She's got her solo stuff, and the muse is in fifty foot waves. So I don't think anybody really thought about that. But this time around, we um, we kind of realized, you know, we should really find a way to record some of this. So that's it's kind of a hope of ours that we can do that in some way. Yeah, you definitely uh, have kind of a collaborative streak. It seems with a lot of the the people and the bands you go on tour with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. Uh, that's that's probably true. I mean, we, we tend to go into this pretty openly. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, it, it's an interesting thing. We're, we're quite we're quite different, and yet there is some place where the three of us connect. You know, there is some sort of crossroads where it makes sense <laughs> musically. You know, I mean, yeah. it certainly makes sense as as, uh, as friends. And um, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's a great show, and we. Uh, we were out for about just a little under two weeks and it went by in a minute, you know, just, just every one of those shows were really fun. That's awesome. Great. Yeah. Um, you said y'all might go out on tour again this year. Um, would that, would that be another, uh, USA tour or maybe going over to Europe? Yeah. No, I think, I think, um, there's a possibility that we could, we could take it to some of the other places that we didn't get to. Um, Maybe on the west coast. South Carolina. <laughs> I would love that myself. Yeah, yeah, it's closer for me. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's an easier commute from Nashville. Uh, yeah, wherever wherever they uh, uh, can get us out to would be would be great. I, I'm working on new music on. It's actually finished. It's in the can, and um, I'm uh, waiting to to make that announcement when that's going to be this year. Um, but I'm sitting on a new album. So is John and Kristen and. Um, yeah, but this is definitely uh, another priority for us. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that that new album, I don't know how much you can tell us about it. Uh, is it going to be coming out on uh, Yep Rock again? Yeah, that's right. Yep Rock. Um, later on in the year is um, is generally the, uh, the idea, um, but our plan is to begin kind of putting some music out. Um, I, I would think by springtime, something like that, you know? Awesome. Um, yeah, I think they'll make, they'll make an official announcement a little bit later on in the year because that's how they roll. 
but <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, you know me. I mean, as uh, as a songwriter, once I've got the songs recorded, I'm ready to put them out. You know, by sundown, yeah. let's do it. Let's get them out there. You know, I have other ones I need to uh, I need to finish off. Um, but you know, it's always that way. I'm always I'm always feeling like boy. I could just catch up with all the songs that I've written over the last year or so. Yeah, the, the whole the whole publication kind of slows things down a little bit, you know. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not one to like ears. exactly. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe that's why some people put out a double record. You know, um, that's why they kind of pile it on. But I'm not a real fan of those long records either. I like mm-hmm. I like a nice concise listen that you know you want to put it on and hear it again and again. And uh, that's sort of how I listen. I find one record and I just wear it out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming you recorded it uh, in Nashville mostly. This time I, I uh, went out to LA. Oh, um, awesome. The, the last two albums I recorded in Nashville. Um, yeah, the Narrows and Wittershins were done here. Um, but for the new one, um, I went out to LA because. I really wanted to work with Jay Belrose again. Um, Jay's mm-hmm. he's an incredible drummer. Someone who um, I worked with uh, some years ago on an album called Little Moon. His wife is an incredible bass player. Thank you. And uh, uh, so Jen Condos, Jay Belrose, um, and Eric Haywood, who um, you would know his playing from, oh goodness, bands like the Jayhawks and uh, Sunbolt, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's been on a lot of records and he played pedal steel and, and, a, and a bit of guitar as well but that was really the band um, so that opportunity to work with them and everybody was they, Jay and Jen are based in LA and uh, that's where I know them from so I thought well I'm going to go out there and uh, work with them and you know my uh, my sessions are generally pretty tight uh, anymore you know mm-hmm. three and a half days of tracking about the same to mix and um, mastered it the next weekend and <laughs> had it done, you know, in, in a very short amount of time. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really proud of it. You know, it's a really human record, and that's one of the things that I love about all of these players. That they're they're incredibly uh, emotive and responsive, and um, you know, we basically huddle in a circle, and uh, there's not a lot of talking that goes on in between the playing. You know, we just kind of like our ears know where to, you know, know where to take us. And, um, and, uh, Jay is, um, a great asset when it comes to, uh, making an album like that, you know, just a fantastic drummer. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the, that's, that's the feeling behind it. Great. Yeah. You, you had mentioned your two, uh, Nashville records, Wittershins and the Narrows, um, which were stylistically kind of different from each other. It seemed like, um, yeah, Wittershins kind of came out a little more rock and roll, um, a little bit more maybe of a return to some kind of uh, Grantley Buffalo style stuff. Um, was that kind yeah, of a conscious thing? I know, I know it's a little bit more political too, um, and I don't know if the, yeah, the lyrics think, affected the music like that. Oh, I think I think uh, it has a uh, sort of a, a very driving quality to it. You know. Um, there's an urgency to it, but that that had more to do with uh, me responding to the, the moment. You know, um, this is at the height of 
our last election. Most of the songs were written leading right up into the election and uh, shortly after. And, um, you know, all of that chaotic energy and uh, uh, anxiety, all of that went into the writing of those songs. It came very quickly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the uh, it just felt like, you know, this is this is more of an electric album, um, and so it has those those things in common with, with some of the Grantley Buffalo stuff, I suppose. Um, even though it's an entirely different band, you know, I mean, what it does have in common is that you know I wrote those songs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. way back way back then, and uh, um, I tend to go uh, in you know a few directions with, with my writing. I'm um, I'm always searching for meaning, though. I'm always looking for. Um, the truth of the matter, and, and uh, sometimes it's a more outward expression, you know, uh, trying to get an overview or really capture the feeling um, of a moment, you know, like a sliver in time, and yeah. uh, that can, uh, you know, I mean, that, that that can come down to trying to, to really uh, document what it felt like to be in Los Angeles around the time of the L.A. riots, and, you know, the, the early 90s, and... Uh, um, everything that was going on then, and it was the same with, with Wittershins. Now, The Narrows, just prior to that, was written as I uh, was saying goodbye to California and making a new home in Nashville and looking for something that felt a little bit like a, you know some peace of mind and um, a new beginning. Um, and, uh, you know, there was some sorrow on that record as well, my life. Dad had passed away no sooner than you know a, a month once we moved her to Nashville, back to California, mm-hmm. and um, so that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's a more uh, it's a more personal record in that way. But I certainly have a lot of personal conviction and, and feelings about you know the uh, the direction that our our country is taking and all of the inequities that that, that, that come with it. Um, the next one that comes around, I think. Uh, you know, it's its own thing as well. Um, yes, I think I think we'll have to wait till we'll have it in our in our uh, earbuds <laughs> before we can <laughs> yeah. speak about it meaningfully. But uh, yeah, I think I think of it all as being the same stuff, though. Great. Well, we're looking forward to it here. Yeah, uh, thank you. A couple more questions for you, if you got the time. Mm-hmm. Most certainly, my copy. My copy's only. Oh boy, I've got plenty of it left here, so we're good. Oh, great. My, my tea's still warm. So. Oh, good. <laughs> I was wondering um, if there were any newer records that you were kind of influenced by, you know, anything that's come out in the last decade um, that you could point oh, to. Goodness. The last decade, wow. That's a good question. Uh, boy, oh boy. Um You know what? I mean, I, I'm so guilty of listening to uh, all of these. All of these. I'm I'm more one to kind of dig backwards. Uh, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, what I listen to for for pleasure is, you know, I listen to Artie Shaw and I listen to uh, Bessie Smith and <laughs> mm-hmm. all of these records that came out about a hundred years ago. Um, I do love uh, some of the newer recordings um, of Jeff Tweedy's um, last couple of records. I, th- oh, yeah. I thought those were great albums, um, and I love the production on them. They're so present, and um, you know, there's no there's no artifice in terms of um, the production. You know, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some really great, you know, innovative production as well. But I love the stuff that's just really direct. And uh, um, I'm sure there are more things as well. Thinking off the top of my head. Hmm. Um, that's the first thing that pops into my head. I'm sure there are others. Uh, I'll have to think of that. Maybe it'll come to me Sounds next good. time. Yeah. I'll down to the bottom <laughs> of this coffee. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, and one last thing I was wondering about. I, d- I know you do some visual art. Um, you know, I, I, I've read that you, uh, you made some of the, the album artwork. Um, I, I think Copperopolis, oh. if I remember correctly, was something you had yeah. made. Um, yeah. and, and I've also seen you post a lot of, uh, watercolors and stuff like that on Instagram. Um, I'm wondering if there's yeah. a alternative reality where, uh, you're a, a visual artist and not a musician. Yeah, definitely. I, um, I began drawing when I, you know, when I was quite young and I kept it up all through high school and, um, and along the way, you know, I would, uh, dip my toe into different, different things, you know, oil painting, uh, uh, you know, different, different mediums. Um, uh, but along, you know, along the way I discovered that I also love music, you know, fell in love with the guitar and, and uh, almost as soon as I began with the guitar, I began to write songs. And, um, so that kind of, that kind of led me down that path. But, um, I always tried to kind of, you know, keep, you know, keep up my drawing and, and, and some sort of visual artwork, you know, it could be print, uh, making prints, uh, lino cuts, that type of thing. Um, and some of that stuff found its way into, uh, the album packaging. It became, um, you know, an outlet for that, you know, that fresh, that's frustrated part of me that, uh, that as you said, you know, <laughs> at one time entertained a different kind of life, uh, you know, where I would simply do visual art. Um, yeah, I would, you know, some, some, some of my works have been on the album cover or within the packaging. I always really got into that, the packaging stuff and the videos. At one point I thought maybe I would, I would really prefer to be a director, you know, if film director or maybe make music videos mm-hmm. because it, it involved all of those different, you know, uh, things visuals and music and performing all that kind of stuff. Um, so I was quite excited by that revolution of the early videos. Um, do, do you get a chance uh, when you make music videos to kind of uh, do a little directing on set with those? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would always work closely with the director. Um, a few, on a few occasions we, we kind of, you know, just, found our mark and did our thing, you know, and, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, but the ones that I really enjoyed the most were, uh, you know, where the videos were, I could get involved and, um, conceptualize and design and, um, write treatments and, uh, work very closely. Um, a good friend of mine, Carlos Grasso made some of the, uh, the early Grammy Buffalo videos. Um, and, um, we had that, that great, relationship you know working together and coming up with with stuff you know on the fly and planning it and uh eventually (laughs) all of those all of those desires uh were uh became became not just a a a dream but a necessity you know the idea that i can make my own and i and i do a lot these days um i can't always 
operate the camera and be in front of it. My wife is, um, you know, she's a great photographer and she works with me at times. And, and, um, you know, at times I reach out to to another person who might be like a DP, um, to shoot this stuff. But I, yeah, I get, I get more and more involved in it. One out of necessity and two, uh, out of the fact that it's really fun to do, you know, um, it's, (laughs) there's always the limitation of budgets, you know, when you, um, when you're, um, making, making records, you know, Mm -hmm. quickly and cheaply. Uh, but I, I kind of like those, um, those limitations. I think they bring out, um, the best in, in, in me sometimes. Uh, I don't know that having unlimited time and resources always produces the best work. Yeah. You Um, might end up just fiddling with something for 10 years and never put it out. It's really true. You know, I mean, we used to spend so much time, you know, just trying to get a drum sound. (laughs) <laughs> in the old days before anybody would track anything and then the band would come in and then you get that and the, but that vocal wasn't a keeper it was a scratch it was a guide track uh, and uh then you piece by piece you know you would you, it would begin to resemble something that sounded like what any given band does any given night <laughs> mm-hmm. at any given club you know like oh wait we're we're musicians we should be doing this uh music together um so that that realization, you know, um, sent me in a very different direction. I, all of my albums have been very live uh, since then, you know, not in front of an audience in a club, but, you know, you show up, you plug in, you start playing, and, you know, by the end of the day, you're about a, a quarter way through a record or more, you know? Um, yeah, so you have a lot of kind of live takes, a lot of uh, working off yeah, of each other. yeah. Working off each other, knowing that when I sing, it's not a scratch vocal. It's the it's the vocal. It's the real thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, the same for everyone else. And then we can add a little bit of, you know, a little bit of filigree to the mix, uh, an overdub or two. But it's not like you're, you know, just kind of throwing a lot of ideas into the, into the blender, you know, hoping that it will it will sound like um, something, you know, at some point, you know. Um, it's a much more concrete way of working for me. I, it's, it's, you know, I love the studio and you can do so many things with it. It is an instrument in itself, but I think you can have both, you know, you can have that, that, that urgency that you get when you're really playing with other players, you know, or that sense of just, uh, being connected, you know? So that's a roundabout way of, of answering your question. <laughs> yes, I love I love visual art. I love I love music. I love all of it, and it's hard for me to differentiate and and uh, keep all of those balls in the air. I've been out of the road for eleven days, and normally I take some some paints with me. Um, I did, in fact, I took paints with me. I took drawing pad, and uh, but I didn't have any time. I was in a van all day, and so I I shot lots of lots of uh, photos and made lots of video, which will become, you know, B-roll for some upcoming videos that I plan to make. So I had my, I had my visual uh, side project going as John Doe (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) kept the, kept the van on the road. Um, Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I get to get to keep some of that, that ritual going uh, in one way or another. Yeah, it is a ritual, you know. I mean, I it's it's I don't think about it too much when I'm when I'm traveling because there's always going to be time for me to sit down, cradle the guitar, at sound check, 
you know, well, someone sets up a microphone and I'm, I might, I might start writing a song and <laughs> I realize it's kind of the same, you know, when I'm sitting at, a, at an airport, um, I can, I can, I can sketch and I can, you know, keep my, my hand active, um, my hand, eye coordination, finely tuned, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, Grant, we're really excited to uh, hear your new album coming Thank out. Thank you. Well, we should we should reconvene, right? You know, we'll reconvene when 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 you have the record in hand. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, and we 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 hope you can play some shows in the southeast. Um, we'll definitely. Oh yeah. Be sending stuff about that uh, next time you make it. That'd be great. Make it over. All right. That Thank would you be very awesome. much. Yeah. You have a great one. All right. Bye. This has been a Comfort Monk production.